welcome to the Crypto Vibes Podcast brought to you by Fort Brox, a weekly recap of news of what's happening in the world of crypto and Web3. This is week 15 of 2022, episode number five, and we hope you've had a good week. I'm your host, Neil Alonzo, and before we dive into this week, we have to provide some disclosures. We are not financial advisors, wealth managers, brokers, CPAs, or lawyers. We're merely sharing the information that we discovered throughout the week in the world of crypto and Web3 to share with you. All of the information will be in links on our show notes, which is at cryptopodcast.xyz. It'll also be in the description of wherever you're listening to whatever platform or if you're on YouTube, it's in our description, the show notes link. And this week's headline isn't really Web3 or crypto related, or at least not yet, but there's several things that went down this week that could be headline worthy. This week, this is definitely going to be a longer episode, just so people know. Um, try to keep it under 30 minutes, but it's a big week of news. Maybe it's after Bitcoin 2022. I don't know. But Elon did not join the board of Twitter. For those who didn't hear, you know, he was going to. But then he just made a bid to purchase it for $43 billion. You know, he sees value. It's it's a crazy story. Just so much drama for your mama. The cliche. But it's exciting. It's it's cool when this kind of news comes out. But let's dive into more crypto and Web3 news. So this is a quote um, or a red tweet from at Tim Beko, Beko. It says, it won't be June, but likely in the few months after. No firm date yet, but we're definitely in the final chapter of proof of work on Ethereum. This was on April 12th, 2022 at 3.38 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And yeah, that's in regards to Ethereum 2.0 release. We have more links in our show notes, but you should check it out because we're always wondering when's 2.0 dropping for Ethereum. In more exciting and just amazing news, Epic Games raises $2 billion to build the metaverse. Will it use crypto or NFTs? That's the headline of the article on decrypt.co. It says Sony and Lego's parent company are backing the Fortnite makers metaverse plans but it's not clear whether Epic Games will build on blockchain networks. So this is where, in our opinion, it gets super crazy. Are they going to build a layer one protocol where they're on their own blockchain? Because that would bring a substantial amount of value to them because now they can open up more layer two integrations and subsequent layers of integration building on top of that platform. But if they went layer two and they built on top of somebody else's blockchain, that's going to make that blockchain's value inherently more valuable. It's insane. The value proposition Epic Games can place down right now is amazing. I'm hoping that they build their own blockchain because it would be awesome to build on top of their metaverse. And they already have a target demographic of open-minded users to engage and utilize it and actually know how to function transactions because they their demographic of people is more tech savvy. It's just that simple. They adopt tech a little easier. I'm for them building their own blockchain. Layer one, let's go. To follow up that news, US inflation jumps to a fresh four decade high of 8.5% in March. Maybe that's why Epic Games had to raise 2 billion instead of 1 billion because of inflation. Yeah. So in this article, the byline, the US Consumer price index accelerated last month as supply bottlenecks and war-related sanctions pushed already elevated inflation higher. Damn. Yeah? And in spirit with keeping the theme of right now with inflation, 
There's another article, White House in damage control mode as crypto markets brace for 8% plus inflation. Yeah, just like we talked about. The Biden administration blames Russia's war on Ukraine for the extraordinarily elevated inflation to be revealed by Tuesday's data from the U.S. Labor Department. Okay. Um, we're not political. We've said it several times, but everything can't be on the war. Uh, that's just our opinion. But, you know, please do your own due diligence. Inflation, gas prices, it's a hell of a thing to come back to after a pandemic is heaviest inflation that we've seen in four decades. That's thank you for the um, making it out okay gift. But did we make it out yet? <laughs> Nobody knows. And now let's bring it back to something like Hollywood. Bored apes go Hollywood with Coinbase produced movie trilogy. Damn. The trio of films will tie into the launch of Coinbase's long-awaited NFT marketplace. You know what? Coinbase is definitely coming at it hard. I mean, Crypto.com is savvy when it comes to marketing, and I'm surprised they weren't the ones to announce this. The fact that this is Coinbase, I mean, kudos to them for bringing it this way. Red Bull created a media empire from their energy drink. I mean, it's incredible what Red Bull's created. Why wouldn't Coinbase do the same? We're going to say it, that content is going to be so tokenized in so many ways. A cool article that we stumbled across, Decentralization for Web3 Builders, Principles, Models, and How. It's on A16Z's website, the future website. Check out our show notes for the link. It's some good read. And in staying with A16Z, Andreas and Horowitz, they released the Marketplace 100. So that's another read. We should suggest you check it out. We found it to be interesting. And in more homework after this, if you really want to take it upon yourself to do, is an introduction to the Elliott Wave Theory. This is on Binance.com's blog. It says the Elliott Wave refers to a theory or principle that investors and traders may adopt in technical analysis. The principle is based on the idea that financial markets tend to follow specific patterns, regardless of the time frame. Essentially, the Elliott Wave Theory, EWT, another acronym for you, suggests that market movements follow a natural sequence of crowd psychological cycles. Yeah. Patterns are created according to current market sentiment, which alternates between bearish and bullish. The Elliott Wave principle was created in the 30s by Ralph Nelson Elliott, an American accountant and author. However, the theory only rose in popularity in the 70s thanks to the efforts of Robert R. Precher and A.J. Frost. Some of this seems kind of obvious to those in the know, but if anything Chris Voss has done with uh, Never Split the Difference on negotiating is labeling things makes it easier for us to stand, understand as humans. Some more psycholo psychology there for you as I stutter. And in other news, crypto mortgages test home buyers' appetite in digital currency world. Miami firms now offer home loans in crypto, but many traditional lenders doubt such practice will gain scale. Traditional lenders are going to doubt that it's going to gain scale. That's like cutting into their moneymaker. Of course they doubt that. <laughs> That's probably why it was on the Wall Street Journal's website, right? Vitalik Buterin quietly donates 5 million Ethereum or Ether to aid Ukraine as total track crypto donations reach 133 million. One of our favorite newsletters, Term Sheet Newsletter by Fortune. That's Jessica Matthews that I believe is editing it now. Paradigm. Andreasen Horowitz and Union Square Ventures sued over alleged rampant fraud on Uniswap Exchange. 
Three venture investors have been named in a lawsuit logged last week against crypto token exchange Uniswap and its founder due to not only their ownership stake in the company, but also their alleged deep involvement in building out and developing Uniswap, which is a decentralized token exchange protocol built on Ethereum blockchain that was founded in 2018. Billionaire David Rubenstein on crypto. The genie is out of the bottle. The billionaire co-founder of the Carlyle Group, David Rubenstein, has reversed his previously skeptical view of cryptocurrencies. I mean, he definitely, you know, greenlit the investment on Supreme. Why wouldn't he be down for cryptocurrencies? The Carlyle Group even has investments in mobile homes, just like Berkshire and Blackstone. You got to think outside the box if you want to make real ROI. Long crypto traders feel pain as Bitcoin slide leads to 430 million in liquidations. As of the morning Tuesday, April 12, 2022, nearly 90% of all liquidations in the past 24 hours came from traders betting on the upside. And in other news, Morgan Stanley says U.S. could regulate stablecoin issuers like banks. A U.S. CBDC central bank digital currency is needed to ensure the dollar remains the world's dominant payment mechanism, the bank analyst said. Of course, a Morgan Stanley representative would say that they like centralized they want to control money crypto's not allowing them to control money if it's decentralized duh here's the thing decentralization is one of the biggest benefits of crypto and its technology but there will be a lot of wonderfully built uh, utilities and offerings from a centralized way of deploying it right there will be but there's also going to be some issues with some of the centralized efforts that end up coming out as well Robinhood's adding more. Shibu Inu, Solana, Polygon, and Compound tokens are now a part of Robinhood. So check it out if you're a Robinhood user. Financial services company DTCC working with Digital Dollar Project on CBDC prototype. Quote, Project Lithium is particularly focused on how a central bank digital currency could benefit the financial services industry. Yeah, if it's centralized, who does it benefit, right? Centralization, there is a clear winner in that equation or where it's controlled. So, yeah. Crypto trading volumes in India collapsed 10 days after new tax. The volume on WazerX, the country's largest exchange, has plunged by 72%. Yeah, people don't like taxes. <laughs> Surprise! Especially new ones. Although, if you did listen to Joe Rogan and, you know, Elon Musk, Carbon tax is kind of a cool idea as far as the strategy behind it. And because it's tax season, and who doesn't love tax season, you might be evading crypto taxes and not even know it. There's an article from protocol.com that we have in the link here. We've put out a lot of information on our YouTube and other podcasts. But yeah, a new survey shows most crypto owners don't understand all the scenarios in which they might owe taxes. And the rules for digital assets are just going to keep changing. Yes, they will keep changing. I mean, just today, Binance, and this is also in our show notes, and you can check it out, but they're allowing conversions now. So that's a whole new implication, right? In other news, the New York State Senate is boosting the Department of Financial Services, NYDFS, efforts to oversee the cryptocurrency sector. The state regulator oversees the state's landmark virtual currency license, commonly for, referred to as the BIT license. Yeah. They're going to have to oversee some stuff this coming year. I wonder if New York's going to treat it like Airbnb. Ethereum hits 126 million in year-to-date outflows. Alt coins remain steady. This was on blockworks.co. 
It marks the second largest weekly crypto redemptions this year. Digital asset custodian Copper has hired five former Bank of America Merrill Lynch employees to lead the expansion of its prime infrastructure offerings. Yeah. I mean, make your own assumptions, do your own due diligence. Crypto industry's growing sway in shaping U.S. states' laws. This is a New York Times. We found it on Yahoo. Crypto executives and lobbyists in the absence of federal regulations are working with state lawmakers across the country to craft favorable legislation, the New York Times reported. Yep, we have that link in there too. In Ethereum news, Ethereum devs now testing ETH 2.0 upgrade on Shadow Fork. Ethereum devs have created a Shadow Fork of the mainnet to better test the merge that will transition the network to proof of stake. Yeah, they're trying to figure out ways to get this thing to market. And more celebrity stuff. Ariana Grande's fundraiser for trans visibility adds crypto option. Pledge has also introduced a mechanism allowing each crypto transaction to contribute to verified carbon offset initiatives via the United Nations Climate Neutral Now Initiative. Pledge CEO is James Citron. It's a cool platform that allows you to donate. Um, but the fact that they're tying it in right now with Ariana Grande and the Protect and Defend Trans Youth Fund... It's cool. It's feel good, man. And it's nice to see these types of things happening. Cosmos reaches milestone as blockchain developer launches a $150 million accelerator. Ignite, formerly Tendermint, has inked 11 investment partners to fund the next wave of revolutionary, revolutionary early stage startups in Web3. That was their quote statement. Cosmos is, we're pretty hyped on them. They're doing a lot of good stuff. A lot of people are building on top of their platform. So, yeah, it's getting real interesting. We love how a lot of these layer one protocols or people like Coinbase, how they have so much revenue or capital or funding that they're able to go out and fund more things and acquire more companies. That shows you how fast it's growing. It also helps to ensure adoption. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't a Twitter person. But we will say when it comes to crypto and Web3, Twitter is a very active space. And we follow Vitalik Buterin of Ethereum. And he tweeted about proof of stake and proof of work. From their point of view, it outlines pros and cons for both. We obviously were a company that mines with GPUs. We like proof of work. We understand proof of stake. But for us to comment too much on it, we're probably jaded by our own bias. But you can read what Vitalik Buterin wrote. The link to his tweet is on our show notes. How crypto companies can approach paid ads on Twitter. This was interesting. We found this on the Morning Brew. The platform updated its current cryptocurrency policy in the fall. We break down the changes of all those. And this was an article that came out on the Broning Brew this week. Amazon not close to accepting crypto as payment and retail business CEO says. Still, Andy Jassy said the company may sell NFTs in the future. I don't know what to say about this. This just seems, I don't, there's so much you can come. I could spend 30 minutes talking about Amazon and crypto and wouldn't even probably stop talking that entire 30 minutes, but we won't. And instead, we'll talk about NFL teams test the waters of crypto fan tokens. 13 National Football League teams will announce later Wednesday, this last week, uh, their partnerships with fan token platform Socios, following the New England Patriots into the uncharted territory of NFL crypto deals. The teams are Atlanta Falcons, Baltimore Ravens, Chicago Bears, Cleveland Browns, Los Angeles Chargers, Los Angeles Rams, Miami Dolphins, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, Pittsburgh Steelers, San Francisco 49ers, 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Washington Commanders. My co-founder in Fort Brock's Brandon's probably bummed the Cardinals that aren't on that list. <laughs> Maybe that's why Tom Brady came back, right? Because the deal was sweetened with this whole NFT push? Uh, that's just speculation. That's just silly talk. In step with more pop culture. Over 60 celebrities poured $87 million in, in MoonPay's Series A funding round. The celebrities now known to have joined the round include Ashton Kutcher, yeah, Justin Bieber, Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow, Maria Sharapova, my bad, Gal Gadot, Diplo, The Weeknd, Drake, Matthew McConaughey, Snoop Dogg, Bruce Willis, and Paris Hilton. Well, there you go. And it also says several of these celebrities, such as Snoop Dogg and Hilton, are already known for their interest in the crypto industry, industry specifically through their investments in non-fudgeable tokens, NFTs. Yeah, celebrities have that pocket. They do wild check writing all the time. I mean, look at all the celebrities that have invested in things that either work or don't work. For those of you who might have checked it out, Wall Street, that short docu-series with Mark Wahlberg, how it highlighted all the different investments he's been working on. It was pretty cool and candid the way it was done. And I'm a big fan of HBO documentaries. So yeah, you should check it out. It's just kind of a cool way to look at things. But I wish HBO would have done the Velvet Underground documentary instead of Apple. I told you this was a week full of news. We're already almost 20 minutes in. Texas, Alabama securities regulators block sales of metaverse casino NFTs. <laughs> this is what's funny. What happens in the metaverse does not stay in the metaverse, says Texas Securities Commissioner. New Virginia law allows state chartered banks to custody crypto. A Virginia bill allowing state chartered banks to provide custodial services for, quote, virtual currency was approved by Governor Glenn Youngkin on Monday. The law, which will come into effect on July 1st of 2022, will essentially allow banks in Virginia to hold the keys to someone's crypto wallet, according to Republican delegate Chris Head, who introduced it. Interesting times. There's a good piece by Jessica Matthews of Term Sheet. Will Solana become the base layer of Web3? It's an interesting one, right? Very interesting. And in other interesting news, Jack Dorsey's first tweet that was sold for $2.9 million, the NFT of it, uh, gets a 277-bit at auction. I heard it was 280 But regardless, it's, I mean, why wouldn't it get a higher bid? Because nobody knows how that thing can grow in value. NFTs by artists or musicians, you can understand how it might gain in value. But at Jack's first tweet, how would it grow in value? Can you license it in a way that it would generate revenue? I mean, if we did an NFT off the Oscars memes, that could be licensed to make revenue. Don't know. It's crazy. Maybe it's the seller. They don't like the backstory. It's There's so many reasons why it got such a low bid, right? Or did anybody even know it was up for auction? And in more legal news, crypto firm Ripple's court battle with the SEC has gone, quote, exceedingly well, CEO says. The SEC alleges Ripple conducted an illegal securities offering through sales of XRP, the world's sixth biggest cryptocurrency. I think it was at the time. Maybe it still is. Ripple argues XRP should be treated as a virtual currency rather than an investment contract like a stock. This particular case is going to be a bellwether for many things to come. And for those of you who don't understand bellwether, Google that and Obamacare. You'll see all kinds of stuff. So Tesla, Blockstream, blocked to mine Bitcoin using solar power in Texas. Yep. The project aims to show that Bitcoin mining using 100% renewable energy can be done at scale, says Blockstream CEO Adam Back. As fellow miners, not necessarily 
Bitcoin, but altcoins, yeah, it can be done. And we love it because it will ensure that mining will continue. More government news. U.S. Senate to consider bill examining El Salvador's Bitcoin experiment. The, quote, Accountability for Cryptocurrency in El Salvador, ACES Act, more acronyms, was introduced by Senators James Risch, Idaho, Bob Mendez, New Jersey, and Bill Cassidy, uh, Louisiana, on February 16th of this year, 2022. Quote, as El Salvador has adopted Bitcoin as legal tender, it's important we understand and mitigate potential risk to the U.S. financial system, Risch said in a statement on Wednesday. He added the legislation would require the state and treasury departments, among other federal agencies, to mitigate risks such as potential empowerment of China and organized crime organizations. Organized criminal organizations, sorry. The bill would also ask the U.S. to monitor remittances from El Salvador. Of course they want to examine the Bitcoin experiment. There's so many things, especially when you're talking about the U.S. government issuing out their own digital currency. And to close out this week, that's been chock full of news. And again, we haven't put it all in. There's been other things that have happened as well. But we mentioned it earlier. Binance.us allows the conversion, zero fee crypto conversions. As of today, Friday, the 15th of April, 2022, Binance.us today announced the launch of Convert, Convert, a crypto conversion feature that allows customers to conveniently exchange one cryptocurrency for another cryptocurrency or USD. For those of you who don't know, stocks with the wash rule, it hasn't been implemented yet with crypto, so it's something to take into consideration. We will also be posting a YouTube video on how the convert feature works just to show people a walkthrough on how to use it. That video will probably be out later this coming week. Whew. Well, that's it for this week. At least that's everything for our list. Again, you can go to cryptopodcast.xyz to see links to every single one of these uh, pieces of information of news that we've delivered on this episode. It is the 15th week of 2022, episode five of the Crypto Vibes podcast. If you found value in what we're doing, please share it with others. You know, it'll make us happy to make other people happy because you're sharing value, right? Original music is by Good Soup Music. It's, we like to think it's a really cool song. It's really catching on in our office, let me tell you. Thank you again. I'm your host, Neil Alonzo. This is the Crypto Vibes podcast brought to you by Fort Brox. We hope your crypto portfolio keeps going up. Uh-huh.